And good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Goshen New Sports Podcast, or morning, or night, whenever you're listening to this. There's no set time, you know, when you could be listening to this. It's your life. You could do it whenever you, your heart desires. So It's true. Uh, Austin Huff, Evan Leepak here, officially one year as a uh, podcast duo. How about that, huh? 52 episodes in for you and I. Isn't that amazing? It's probably not 52. And we've it? done one every week, man. I think we took we, a couple we weeks off. We haven't in the missed summer. No, man, we we did it all through the summer. We did episodes every week, mm. even if they were like you know taped in advance or whatever. Like for fifty-two straight weeks, people have been subjected to hearing our sports takes. So fifty-two episodes. It's tough. It's a tough scene. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Congratulations on your uh, one-year work anniversary. That was uh, this past Friday, Evan. You've officially uh, been in. Northern Indiana for a full calendar year. How do you feel, other than cold? I was going to say. <laughs> cold? Cold. <laughs> <laughs> Your second winter, congratulations. Your first full winter. So Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a great experience for the most part. Um, it's been fun to mm-hmm. get out in this community and become a part of it and share all the stories, whether it be high school, Notre Dame, you know, some other things like Goshen, Goshen. Soccer Academy, yeah. you know, smaller things like that. So, yeah, it's been fun to uh, get to know everyone, meet a lot of cool – I've met a lot of cool people over the last year, covered a lot of cool things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we'll see what uh, the future holds. Yeah. Uh, thanks for, you know, coming to Goshen, I guess. It's been fun to work with you for a while. So, it wasn't from the beginning, obviously, but it picked up at the second half of the year, of course. Uh, yeah, so enough talking about us. Let's get to the uh, the preps world, man. And we had a pretty uh, pretty busy first week back from the winter break. I figured we would, given all of the high-stakes events that we had going on across the week. And uh, we're going to start, actually, in the pool, more specifically on the diving board, as uh, we had some history this past week. Giselle Miller, the senior from Northridge, set a new school record for a six-dive event. She scored 332.2 points, which broke the school record by uh, 17 points, basically. 315.9 was the previous record by uh, Riley Dahlman. She finished ninth at state that year in 2016. That's pretty good. And it's better than any mark that Sarah Troyer had at Northridge, and she won state as a diver in 2018 and now is an all like pretty much an all-American diver at uh, Nebraska. So, you know, when you when your name is above those two names at Northridge, that's some pretty uh, illustrious company. And now Giselle Miller stands alone. And her teammate Caitlin Simons also broke the school record on Wednesday or Thursday against Concord with a 316.2, <laughs> but she also lost by 20 points to her teammate. So, it's hard. It's hard to congratulations, compete. It's hard Caitlin. to compete against yeah. that. <laughs> it's like congratulations, Caitlin, but uh, you also lost by 16. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty impressive stuff from Giselle Miller. Man, she's obviously a, a state-ranked diver as long, as well as uh, Caitlin. They were second and third in the rankings last week, and uh, they they showed their worth uh, this past week. So, It'd be sick if they both went to the Olympics. That would be cool. Day. That would be cool. Um, I don't believe Sarah Troyer has made it to the Olympics. I think she did the trials mm-hmm. uh, in 2020, um, but she did not qualify. But Giselle, I mean, she's going to be in contention for all those things coming down the stretch here. She's committed to Louisville 
uh, for diving. So I think she actually officially signed in November, and Caitlin Simon signed in for Purdue. Mm-hmm. And then they also have another diver, Evie Long, who is signed with Bowling Green. So three Division One divers at Northridge right now. Um, they're doing pretty good, I would say. Yep, there's Louisville. Yep, Louisville. The Yum Center. Yeah, diving at the Yum Center. I don't think they have the pool there. No. So. <laughs> you ever see? <laughs> you can see the Yum Center. You ever go to Louisville? Yeah. When you on that bridge, go over the go over the river. You can see it right over the river. It's pretty cool. The KFC Yum Center, or is it just Yum? It's KFC Yum. It's KFC Yum Center. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a great name. Oh, you love you gotta something. love the corporate sponsorship names. So, uh, but congratulations to her. That's an amazing accomplishment. And, uh, you know, obviously she's the favorite at the NLC Girls Swimming Swimming Championships this weekend, this Saturday over at Northridge. Uh, Prelims are Thursday evening at Northridge, and then the finals are Saturday night. Saturday afternoon, excuse me, 1 p.m. start time on those finals. So, uh, yeah, should be be exciting to see how they do. Uh, I would expect a 1-2 Northridge finish. Of, of Giselle Miller and Caitlin Simons. So. You said that's what you would expect? That's what I would expect. Yeah. I would be shocked if it wasn't those two, to be honest. Uh, they should be 1-2 in the sectional, and then, then we'll get the state, and we'll see what happens. So. For show. For sure. For sure. <laughs> for show. For show. For show. Uh, yeah. Uh, more history? You want to talk about Well, let's, let's just quickly mention that even though Giselle Miller... And uh, Caitlin Simons made history. Concord ended up winning the meet, which is a big deal. Concord had not swept Northridge in a head-to-head duel meet ever. And that's saying something because, you know, Concord's been a good program in recent years. But Northridge has kind of been that standard bear in the NLC for a long time, both boys and girls. So for Concord to win both in the same day is huge. The boys have now won 31 straight NLC duels. That's pretty good. Um, I would say. And uh, the girls are, you know, in prime position. They Both teams play, uh, play compete, swim, swim against Northwood <laughs> Tuesday night here. Uh, we're taping this again Tuesday afternoon, so a lot of games we'll say are tonight. But really, it's Tuesday night, so uh, they will be competing against the Panthers, who are, you know, scuffling a little bit. So uh, the girls' team at least is 0-6. The boys' at Northwood team is 3-3, three and three, so... I would be stunned if Concord did not sweep them and uh, go out as outright regular season champs heading into the uh, conference tournaments. Uh, like I said, girls swimming is uh, this this weekend, this week weekend, and then the boys are January 27th and 29th at Concord. So girls at Northridge, boys at Concord this year for the NLC. They pretty much flip-flop every year. So It's too bad that uh, nothing's going down at the Elkhart. Aquatic Center. Yeah, I really am upset they moved the sectional out of the Elkhart Aquatic Center. That's really frustrating. Um, but yeah, so Concord's on the verge of uh, regular season NLC titles, which, you know, congratulations to them. They're pretty good. Uh, Braden Solars, four victories last week. Grace Brenneman, four victories as well. Uh, they have a lot of talent. They, they won the boys' meet without Tommy Brunner, so that's, that's a good sign that their depth is uh, pretty strong. And uh, they have a chance, you know, to make some noise at the state level, I think. I'm not predicting any, uh, you know, landmark shocking victories like in the team scores because Carmel's going to win. But, you know, we're going to get a 
that girls, that hey, our girls state, and we're going to talk about it probably every week now from here on out. But like, you know, Simons and Miller should be top five at a minimum in diving. You know, Brenneman uh, could could place in the top four, three at some events. You know, she's another name commit, and the Concord girls relay teams are strong. Like they could all place, you know, top five, ten at state. Like, you know, we had a good chance to have some really uh, successful swimming. You know performances at state in six weeks down at IUPUI, so the natatorium. It's the girls' Concord team. You don't think they're gonna take over Carmel? No. <laughs> For the, was I, it? I'll say it right now. I'll do the uh, I'll do the uh pardon my take big cat bet. If uh if Concord girls swimming wins the state title I will cut my pinky off. So there you go. Wow, that seems a bit dramatic. <laughs> the tip of my pinky. The tip of my pinky. Not the whole pinky. We'll just, just do the tip just of the, the pinky. Tip. Just the tip of the pinky. You know the top third. So, was uh, the last time another girls swim team in Indiana won a state championship was what nineteen eighty something eighty four yeah, something like 83. it's been thirty three it's been like thirty three in a row eighty eight yeah so that's insane you know I was uh, negative six I think the last time that Carmel did not win girls state it's my favorite it's like one of my favorite stats in Indiana just what, that that, sh- that streak yeah. the fact that they've won that many in a row <laughs> yep. Yep. So uh, yeah, they. Yep. But hey, Concord, you you know third place finish at state. You know that'd be amazing for them. So it'd be the highest finish ever, I think, for their program. So don't quote me on that. I'll have to look that up. So, but yeah, uh, Northridge got second a couple of years ago on the girls' side when Sarah Troyer won the diving state finals, and they had a couple of the girls do really well down there. So it's. In within reason for one of the LC schools to get second, it's You're not second place. Not out of question. So, uh, yeah. So, Giselle Miller, congratulations. Caitlin Simons, congratulations. And now we will go on to the other part of history that you tried to start talking about. I was just trying to get us to move along. A I know. Bit. <laughs> I had to mention. Well, I got to mention Concord won. Concord did not win in boys basketball though on Friday night. No, it's it was Goshen. Goshen won the game, and uh, Drew Hogan he hit a three. With 3.33 left on the clock and uh, scored his 1,000th career point in the process. It was pretty cool. The seventh. Seventh all-time in scoring history in the program. Yep. Yep. And if he if he stays at his consistent level that he's at right now, he will probably get the third all-time. He'll pass Lloyd Bunk Williams. I love it when you could throw a Lloyd Bunk Williams reference in on the podcast. So, <laughs> 1929 graduate. So it's 100, 110 years of Goshen High School boys basketball. Only seven players have scored a thousand or more career points, and one of them is Drew Hogan. So it's pretty cool. I, uh, you know, I've obviously covered Drew's entire career now, and I've done a lot of stories on him, whether it be in the games or features or whatever. And uh, you know, you, you don't try to show emotion. Like you have to be unbiased in this job as much as possible. But it was it was pretty hard not to feel. Good, you know, feels something. You know, did good. you do a fist bump? No, I did not give him a fist bump. But um, did you put your fist in the air when he made the shot? Yeah, I did. I was a little, I was happy. I didn't fist bump and celebrating outwardly because I was taking the video. I had to keep that video still. I'm sure everyone's seeing it on my Twitter feed now. It's got like five thousand views. Not Shed to, a tear. Not to brag. We could hear some crying. I was not gonna cry. Crying I was in the background. No, no, no. But you know, you just you you. You be a, you're around a kid for so long, and now I'm not even around him every day. Obviously, like I just see him when he plays games for the most part. But like, you know, you see a kid who works hard and he's very selfless, and 
you know, he's uh, he's just a good kid. And everyone, I've never heard anyone say a bad word about him. You know, like never any pushback on him being like a great person, kid, obviously a great athlete. Even though he's five foot nine, he's all state track, all state cross country, and now a thousand point score in basketball. Like, you know, he's gonna go down as one of the best athletes in Goshen High School history. So it's pretty amazing. And uh, yeah, I was I felt I felt happy for the kid, man. And he's got a like autograph line after the game. Little kids coming up to him wanting to sign autographs at the, you know, on his one thousand point club uh, posters that they made. Like that's pretty cool, man. He should have started charging them like nil. You know what I mean? He Did you talk could. about that? You talked to him after or before that happened? After before he started signing autographs. So he came out of the locker room, we talked to him, and then he went over and signed some autographs for kids. Couldn't ask him about the autographs. Did you work on your signature? (laughs) Were you ready? I was going to say, yeah. Were you prepared? Did you know? I'm glad the kids had a Sharpie ready to go, you know? That was really cool to see, though, man. Like That that shows you the impact he's had on the next generation of kids, too, you know? That they want to get his autograph, you know? They probably thought it was the world that Drew Hogan was signing their posters, you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty cool. It's just really cool. And um, you're happy for when good people succeed like that. And so, you know, just, yeah, a lot of happy, a lot of good feelings. And Goshen, you know, I, I said to pretty much anyone who would want to listen, like, you know, I wasn't 100% confident Goshen was going to win on Friday. Like, there was still, like, this mental block in my head of, like, well, it's Goshen. Like, they're, they inevitably will, like, be bad again or something like that. I don't know what the, how to phrase it, but, like, Usually they aren't this good in basketball. Like even historically, like this is a relatively rare season so far. And they went out there and just handled their business, man. They played great defense, shut down Concord, won the game 53 to 32. Um, even even without having Jack DRC for Concord, like don't think that would have changed a ton. Maybe it's 53 to 40 instead. You know, like that's pretty much. All that I think changes with the RC out there. So eight points. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. I mean, like maybe you cut down some of those turnovers, and, you know, and make better passes. Like that's pretty much all I thought. So um, nine and one, Goshen, two and zero oh in the NLC. Gigantic game this Friday at Warsaw, who comes in at seven and three. As of now, they are seven and three overall, and two and zero oh in the NLC. Warsaw has a big game Tuesday night here against Penn. Then they host Goshen. And then Warsaw also plays Saturday against Peru. So, like, they have, like, a crazy week this week. So, it's going to prepare them nice, mm-hmm. nicely for that's the how, that's, that's the tournament right there. You <laughs> yeah. play Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. So, if you're going to win a sectional, you got to play Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. A lot of teams do that at least once this year. I think Goshen boys have it coming up at the end of the month, too, where they'll play a Tuesday game. Then they'll play Friday against the 28th against Northwood. And then they'll play 29th against Penn. So, yeah, like, you got to do it. schedule is kind of tough, too. You got Mishawaka yeah. on there. Yeah. Trip to the cave. Never easy to win in the cave. Mm-mm. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't <laughs> enter, you don't leave the cave the same way you entered. That's all I'm going to, that's all I'm going to say. So, uh, yeah, so let's kind of quickly go through the rest of the uh, NLC games from Friday night, the boys games. Uh, Northwood 47, Wallace 35. You were there, uh, Mr. Leepak, and uh, the Panthers you know, took advantage of some uh, shorthandedness from the Warriors in the second half, I would say. In the second half, Keaton Dukes got banged up in the first half. Played for the whole first half, so, I mean, obviously nobody thought 
anything of it. It seemed fine, but I guess he had some had some issues in the uh, locker room at halftime, so they held him out for precautionary reasons. But people seem to think he's fine now, but that made a big difference against Northwood for sure. It's outscored him 23-9 in the uh, second half. Northwood did Wawasee, and it was a big, completely different game in the second half because of that. But, yeah, I was really impressed with the way Wawasee held their own in that first half because, you know, we all know how good Northwood is, how well they've started this season. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was impressed, especially with uh, Wawasee not having their head coach on the sidelines as well because yep. he was – every game was out with health and safety protocols. You yeah. Know? The, I love it. Health everyone's favorite yeah. phrase these I was these thinking days. about I was thinking about this the other day like you could like fire somebody really and like just say they aren't there because of health and safety protocols like COVID protocols and like no one would question you for like at least two weeks you know what I mean like if someone actually got like fired we could just oh yeah he's out with COVID protocols and then now after two weeks like if it's not back that it's like well it's five days now though only. but still like in theory <laughs> the longest it can go is two weeks right like, I would start questioning after two weeks. Be like, hey, where is this person at? You know, there's no way he... I mean, listen, they really got it. You know what I mean? Like, and they're in the hospital, which we would probably know by, you know, day three or four of that, you know? So, uh, but that's just thinking about that. That would be funny. I mean, I know... I'm sure John is, didn't get fired. I'd be shocked, to be honest. Um, but, like, you know, Goshen College women's basketball didn't have Stephanie Miller last week for their game against Marion. And I'm like, huh. And I texted her AD, and she was like, yeah... Health, health and safety uh, protocols for Stephanie Miller, and I'm like, well, you just want to make sure she wasn't fired, you know what I mean? So she laughed. It was a big win for them this weekend. Hey, we're going to get to that in a minute. A little bit. Later. Later in the show. I, I, I wrote a note about it. I wrote a note about it. Oh, okay. Well, there's nothing on this rundown about it. <laughs> I wrote a note about it because I forgot to mention it. Okay. So yeah, Wallace obviously struggled in the second half against Northwood. Uh, it was tough, but Northwood 12-1, 2-0 in the NLC. All the 1-0 teams in the NLC beat all the 0-1 teams in the NLC on Friday. So there's four teams still 2-0, four teams 0-2. Hmm. That will change this week. Obviously, Goshen is playing Warsaw, both 2-0. And you have um, Mishawaka, or no, Concord and Plymouth, who are both 0-2. So one of them will have to win, obviously, by default. That will be a fun game. Plymouth's Con- playing better. Concord, Plymouth. Plymouth's playing better. I mean, they're... They only lost to Mishawaka by five. They're playing. They're playing scrappy right now. So, Mishawaka, Wawasee, and then Northridge, Northwood also this weekend. Uh, Warsaw beat Northwood or Northridge. Excuse me. I wrote Northwood on my notes on accident. Uh, Sixty-one to forty-seven. Northridge is just uh, maybe they just don't got the guns this year to, you know. But I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna count them out. They're a weird team where it's like. They'll eventually figure it out. They've had it figured out for the last three years, like four years. Like even if even with losses to Warsaw and Goshen now, it's like, well, I think they're still okay. Like they're gonna be fine. Like they're just getting their legs under them. It's been six weeks since football ended, but like you know they're getting their legs under them. So I, they I still don't know. look like a good team on paper. I, I don't <laughs> think I don't think they're gonna win Friday at Northwood, but I wouldn't count them out like either. You know, so this could be a weird game. This could be one of those weird ones where Northridge just shocks everyone. Yeah. Comes up with a big dub. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. So, um, I think all four games this weekend for the NLC on boys on Friday night are interesting kind of toss-up type games. Like, Wallace, he could, I, 
they could do the same thing they've done to Central Noble and Northwood, but actually, you know, win the game at the end. And I not I think Ocean could beat Warsaw. Like I, I think at the beginning of the year I was like no, but like now I'm like well I <laughs> yes. mean no I'm like yes yeah Jackson Jackson Gould's gonna be really hard for them to stop. He's a, a, a pretty darn good point guard. He had 28 points and 13 rebounds against uh, Northridge on Friday. Like he's really really good. He's gonna be hard to stop. Um, but Goshen plays this style where they will just kind of grind you to death. And they will beat you 50, 53 to whatever. You know, they're they're not going to score 60 points. You know, Wolford said after the East Noble game, it's not that we can't, or Northridge game, he's like, not that we can't score 70, but we might give up 75 or whatever. Like, we need to play this style where we score 57, and then we feel like we're going to be pretty confident, like we can beat them with our defense, you know. So, um, if it's a close, like, gritty 35-33 game going into the fourth quarter, like, that's where Goshen wants it. So, we'll see. I, I, I'm not putting anything past them now because they've proved me wrong pretty much every week so far. And if they win this one, the hype train's off the off the rails. It's, like, just full, full-fledged. full like, It's flying down if the they track. Win, if they win on Friday, I believe their next home game is Northwood. On the twenty, the next game is the twenty-first Northwood. I forgot to screenshot the full schedule. Ah, I only have next week's schedule. What are you talking about? Goshen boys basketball. Their next conference game would be the twenty-first against Northwood, correct? Yeah, they got Jimtown in between that. Mm-hmm. Like if Goshen the is, if Goshen, <laughs> the Jimmies, yeah, they should win that game. Yeah. So in theory, if Goshen beats Warsaw and then Jimtown, they're going to be eleven and one, three and zero in the NLC. Northwood, if they win their next two games, which are against. Northridge and St. Joe, which could be a tricky game for them next Tuesday. You'd have you'd have fourteen and one Northwood visiting eleven and one Goshen. Both teams three and zero in the NLC, like pretty much decides the conference championship in a lot of ways. Because Warsaw would have a loss, Mishawaka would still probably be three and zero, even unless they lose to Wawasee, Obviously, um, man, the hype train like. If that if Goshen's gym can't isn't packed for Goshen Northwood and the in that scenario then like I don't know like it never will be I guess because that's that's the biggest it's Friday game. night too yeah Friday night you know rival like I know we can that with every conference team but like county rival Northwood's ranked in the top five in three A you're a really good four A team like I don't know like that should be a packed atmosphere I'd I'd love for that to happen obviously Goshen's got to beat Warsaw first to kind of set up that scenario. But, man, that would be an amazing, amazing game. Uh, Goshen Northwood, no matter what, is going to be really good next Friday. Um, girls basketball. Any more bas- boys basketball notes you had? NECC? We'll do the NECC tournament uh, talk here after we talk girls basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, girls basketball last week, uh, the big game that we had last Tuesday, Fairfield lost to Garrett 51-46. Uh, you know, Fairfield hung in there as well as they could Garrett. Garrett's a good team, man. They're balanced. They shoot the three well. They got a big girl down low who's 6'1 and Ostrowski. Uh, Natalie Armstrong is shooting out of her mind right now. Uh, you know, it, uh, Fairfield, I don't, I don't think Fairfield played poorly. They had bad stretches at the end of the first and the third quarter, and that pretty much cost them the game. Like, give up a 6-0 run at the end of the third quarter in the last, like, 50 seconds of the quarter, and they lost the game by five. So, like... That was the difference. In theory, yeah. If you just clean that up, you know, you, you, 
at least you're in it. You're not saying you're going to win. Obviously, the math would check out that they would win that if they didn't give them any points. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so girls basketball, you know, they're, they're barring a uh, and then Garrett just obliterated Central Noble in girls basketball. Um, so pretty much Garrett's got the conference, the regular season conference title locked up, barring anything uh, unforeseen. So congratulations, I guess, to the railroaders. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much locked up. Mm-hmm. So, and Fairfield obviously could still finish second, and they have everything. They still have everything they want to do in front of them, sectional, regional, all that. You know, so it's not like that was. Yeah, it's a tough loss, but you're not going to win the conference. You could still win the conference tournament, so you could still kind of claim like co-conference. That doesn't mean anything, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't really understand the point of the tournament sometimes, but hey, sometimes. it doesn't it doesn't count towards like all the time. conference championship. You just say you won the conference tournament. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and then uh, shout out Olivia Rassler. Game-winning three for Lakeland to beat West Noble on Friday night, uh, 49-46. So, she was an Athlete of the Week nominee, as was Giselle Miller and Braden Solars yep. and Drew Hogan. So, yeah. Did you notice a theme when I was mentioning them? That it's like, oh, let's get, let's get our Athlete of the Week nominees in there. And we'll talk about another one later as well that I, I mentioned, I want to mention. So, we'll talk about them in a second. Because we've named four of the five. Four of five. Four of the five. Yeah. Uh, so here is the NECC tournament, which begins Tuesday night. Woo, woo, woo. Big time. Yeah. Um, you got to love it. Girls basketball. These are the Tuesday night first round matchups. You've got uh, Angola hosting Central. These are, the, I guess the matchups are the boys and the girls. So here's the first round matchups Tuesday night. The brackets are the same. Central Noble goes to Angola. Uh, should be a more competitive girls game than the boys game, probably, based on records. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, West Noble goes to Lakeland, so in a rematch from Friday Friday's games, we're right back at Lakeland for both these games. Uh, again, West Noble boys, Lakeland girls won on Friday. Uh, if records hold, then uh, both those teams will win Tuesday night. Uh, Fairfield once again hosts Seaside. Again, a rematch from Friday. So, it's very exciting. It's weird. Eastside boys are 11-0. They beat Fairfield on Friday. Uh, again, if records hold, Fairfield girls and Eastside boys should win again. So, uh, Eastside girls gave Fairfield a game. It was only 48-43, so I expect that one to be pretty competitive. Uh, the boys game, we'll see. I think Fairfield's dealing with some injury issues, I heard, through the grapevine. Um, so, Who? Uh, you can find out when you go where the game tonight, <laughs> bud. Um, uh Garrett Hamilton, whatever. Uh, yeah, and that's the other first rounds tonight. So you Garrett, said, whatever. Garrett will win by a combined 150 points it's between good, the boys and the girls. It's a good guess. Westview girls beat Hamilton 82 to five Friday night. Westview girls are five and twelve. The Garrett girls are sixteen and one. It says Eastside has won tournament in uh, 38 years. A while. The boys, the boys could do it. They, they beat. They got to beat Central Noble in the final. The bracket shakes out to where Eastside and Central Noble is probably going to be the boys' championship game. This tournament's weird, though. You never know. So, um, and then your uh, standalone uh, quarterfinal Fremont or quarterfinal games Wednesday are Churubusco at Fremont and Prairie Heights at Westview. 
So the winners of Angola Central Noble and Lakeland West Noble would play each other Wednesday, and then the Eastside Fairfield and Garrett Garrett um, winner Garrett will play Fairfield or Eastside, and both the boys and the girls. Uh, this year, the bracket follows the boys' winners for where they will play the games. So if you get the Fairfield Garrett girls basketball rematch, and they and the Eastside boys win. Over Fairfield tonight, that means Fairfield plays Garrett at Eastside on Wednesday. It's a long drive for everybody, so yeah. it's not even a short drive for Garrett, I think. No. Um, so, yeah. And the uh, championships are Saturday at West Noble High School. They have a predetermined location for the finals. It's at West Noble this year. So, there you go. So, Friday semifinal games. And uh, the consolation games are on Thursday that no one really cares about. Even the coaches don't care about them. <laughs> I talked to Jeff Burns last year, uh, West Oval coach. They lost their first-round game against Fairfield, I believe is what they played. Right. And he just was like, yeah, we don't, we don't really care about Thursday. Like, we don't want to – I don't think anyone wants to play it. It just gives you another game, gives you another chance to play a game, I guess. But – Especially if you play that Wednesday and then you got to play Thursday in a game that means nothing. Nothing. I mean, it doesn't even count for the conference standings. The game like, on Wednesday didn't matter either. So. But it's still look. You still in the conference tournament. Like you want to win the conference tournament. It's a big deal, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, uh, any CC tournament week, the best, the best and the worst uh, with scheduling. So, yeah. Anything else? Time. Anything else from the basketball realm you want to add? Are we covering the NACC? I'm just kidding. We are. <laughs> we will be at Lakeland West Oval and Eastside Fairfield. Yep. Maybe that much. Uh, everything else, you'll probably be in Albion on Wednesday. I'm guessing the Central Noble boys will take care of Angola, so we will have Lakeland and West Noble winners going there to play the Cougars. Probably West Noble Central Noble boys. That'll be a fun game. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, it was a fun game the first time at least. And then you'll probably have Lakeland and Central Noble girls. So. Not a terrible matchup. No. So, that is the NECC tournament. The best ever. In a nutshell. Anything else you want to add from the uh, world of basketball before we uh, uh, talk about our little wrestling? Do do a little bit of wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, quick shout-outs to our NLC teams that dominated this past weekend. Northridge. One at the uh, Northrop Fort Wayne Northrop Invitational went five and zero, so that's good. It's good, good record. Uh, Northwood won the West Noble Super Duel, but also with the five and zero record, so they are they they did well as well. And uh, Goshen won their home Invitational, the John Deccant uh, Memorial Invitational. So they, you know, it was individual, so they didn't improve on their team record in that, but. Still one. Still good moving forward. Yep. Still momentum you can bring into your team. Yep. And uh, Wawasee finished fourth in the Class 2A um, IHSWCA Coaches uh, state ter- Team State Tournament. Uh, they won their first two matches before losing their final two of the day to f- take fourth. So they are officially 14-3 uh, and three overall. 4-0 in the NLC. And they've got a big Northern Lakes Conference matchup Wednesday night at Mishawaka. Mishawaka 15-7 overall, but 6-0 in the NLC. Every other NLC team, I believe, has two losses. Um, so this will determine the NLC champion. 
essentially. And because uh, Wawa C had two matches uh, canceled or postponed against Northwood and Goshen because of COVID issues from both Goshen and Northwood at various times. And now they're going to do, they're going to like wrestle Mishawaka Wednesday. Then they have the NLC tournament Saturday to crown like, you know, tournament champions. But then Wawa C, Goshen, and Northwood still have to wrestle each other in a three team NLC thing uh, next Thursday, the 20th. So, so like it, it matters for the team standings. Like those matches will count. Then Wawa C, Northwood, Goshen triple threat thing will count. But it doesn't affect the tournament, which in theory, you know, you want to get them all in before the tournament so they can see them properly. But yeah, so that's fun. This will be the most fun NLC matchup. Yeah, Wawa C, Mishawaka will be entertaining. I think Mishawaka is very good, um, but Wawa C's got some good wrestlers too. So uh, we'll see. It's going to be really. It could be a tough, tough, uh, tough task to knock down the cavemen, especially in the cave. You know, so. Actually, I don't think they do the wrestling in the cave. They do it in another gym, I heard. so. That's a shame. I know. I wish they did it in the cave. Uh, so that's kind of the wrestling you know, run-through. Uh, NLC, like we said, NLC Wrestling Saturday at Wawasee High School. Uh, NECC Wrestling Tournament begins uh, is on the 22nd at Lakeland. So there you go. AOTW. Nominees. Well, we already kind of said them all, but, but I got the got, one. We got one more. I got the one more, which I'm going to part. It's part of my don't sleep on segment. Oh. So, do you have a don't sleep on team this week? Yeah. You want to read yours off? Actually, I actually picked two. I couldn't decide which one I wanted to go with, so I'm going to go with two. You picked two? Is one of them the uh, Goshen College women's it basketball might, team? It might be. <laughs> Did you pick them? No. That's why I said we'll hold off the Goshen College women's basketball talk. I picked Notre Dame men's basketball. <laughs> Notre Dame men's basketball. Hey, it's a good pick. Don't sleep on them. Five wins in a row. Watch out. They're now, I mean, they're doing pretty well in the ACC, and they, they're they coming fresh off a win over Georgia Tech that they should have won. Before that, they beat <laughs> North Carolina and Pittsburgh. So the three, they're 3-1 three and one in the ACC. They lost earlier in the season to Boston College. Which, yeah. Which wasn't great. It's a but, bad loss. <laughs> but they've, they've gotten better since then. And uh, Clemson, Virginia Tech, and Howard up next. And all those are winnable games. Mm-hmm. So they could continue this momentum, keep yep. winning. And then they're going to get to that last week of January. And it's going to be Virginia, Duke, Miami, uh, Louisville. Like It's like an insane... The like, ACC se- is so NC weak State. this year. I know, though. it's bad. It's so weak. So they, I mean, They're going to finish, like I said it last week, they're going to finish like third or fourth in the ACC, like... If they keep on playing the way they are, at least. Like, they have a legitimate chance to be a top four. Like, get the double buy in the ACC tournament. That's how many bids probably is the ACC is going to make, like, three or four. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this rate, the ACC That's probably, probably gets Duke, Miami, because Miami's playing well. Miami, yeah. And Louisville? North Carolina. Louisville, North Carolina? They're, like, 12 and 4, four. now. Right now, you would think the ACC would get four, right? Yeah. Because I don't think Notre Dame's a tournament team yet. Nope. They can play themselves into it for sure. Wake Forest is, has a good record, but they haven't really played anybody. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so at this point, I would go with Duke, Louisville, Miami, and North Carolina would be in the tournament. So, I mean, Notre Dame's probably that next in line out of those four. Let's look at the ACC standings. Mm, thank you. Yeah, pull them up. So, 
Uh, yeah, they have a couple more winnable games coming up, and then again, the set the schedule that last week of January, first week of February is brutal. They play four games in seven days, all against like the better half of the ACC. So, you know, NC State, Miami, Virginia, Duke. It's gonna be fun. It's Miami, Louisville, North Carolina, and then Notre Dame in the ACC standings right now. So they're fourth. How about that? Yeah, three and one. Where's Duke? Fifth. Wow. Two and one. Whoa. Yeah. Duke. Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, NC State, Pittsburgh, Syracuse, Boston College. Yeah, that Boston College loss is like a Boston anomaly. College is bad, too. They're bad. Six, six and seven. It's a so. bad loss for Notre Dame. So, yeah, we'll see. If they had beaten Boston College and IU, they'd be like safely in the tournament right now, I think. But they got a lot of work to do still. The IU one is probably going to – IU looks like they're going to be okay. So. Sitting at 9-5, 3-1. Currently, yeah. So, so, well, good pick. Good, don't good pick. We're not sleeping on them now. That's don't a, sleep on them. Lee Corso. That's a good pick. I <laughs> great like that. pick. I like great pick. I like that. Intensity, pick. intensity. <laughs> Go Georgia. <laughs> so, uh, I got two this week because I couldn't pick which one I liked more. Um, we're gonna go with uh, Bethany Christian girls basketball as my preps pick. Look at that. Say that five times fast. Preps pick. Preps pick. And, uh, you know, shout out them. They've won two in a row. They won two games last week over decent competition. They beat Lakewood Park Christian 51-46, and they beat Bremen 47-41. Mariah Stolzfus is back. She's not the other Athlete of the Week nominee, but she is back. She, you know, injured her uh, oh God, ankle. Yeah, her ankle in soccer season, and she's now back, and she's ready to go. She's playing basketball. She scored 14 points against LPC and 13 against Bremen. So instantly coming off, you know, coming off the injury, boom, instant impact. Uh, instant offense. Yeah. And uh, now Zoe Willems, our Athlete of the Week nominee for this past week, has a running partner. And uh, Zoe had two big games, 24 points, nine rebounds, three steals over LPC, and then 20 points and eight rebounds over Bremen. So, like, that's a good win, by the way. That Bremen game is a good win for them. Bremen is kind of like they're, like, supposed to be the team that challenges Fairfield in their sectional, potentially. And Bethany beat him on the road. That's a good, good, solid road win for them. So gotta keep it up now. Gotta build their schedule. It. So I looked up their schedule. Uh, they have a chance. So they play South Bend Career Academy Tuesday night. They should roll them. Uh, then they play Fort Wayne Blackhawk Christian on Thursday. That's a tough one. That's gonna be tough. That's a that's a that's a sectional team that's playing really well. So that's gonna be their litmus test, right? Right. Where are they at? Um, Trinity Greenlawn. They should beat them. They have one. They have a game against Hamilton next week. They should win that one. So, I got at least three more wins on the schedule. And then you have a couple toss-up games. Well, I would say Fairfield's a loss probably. And then you have Concord and Mishawaka, who are 4A NLC teams, but they're not the strongest 4A NLC teams. Like Bethany will give them fits, I think. And those are interesting games. But Blackhawk this Thursday. That's the at at Blackhawk too. That was loud, sorry. At Blackhawk. That's the, that's, <laughs> At the, Black Hawk. that's the litmus test, I think, for them. And then quickly, one more, because I couldn't think, because I wanted to give them shout-out to Goshen College Women's Basketball. There you go. Don't sleep on them. Uh, 69-61 victory over number 24, Mount Vernon Nazarene. It's a good win for the Maple Leafs on the road. Uh, Mount Vernon was previously unbeaten in the Crossroads League. So Did that put them over, uh, over the hump? 
Uh, they were 500, were they not? They're, they are 9-9 nine and nine and 3-3 three and three in the Crossroads League as it stands. As of now. As of now. Tanise Chapman, shout out. 27 points, 20 rebounds in the win. That's a great performance. <laughs> analysis. Yeah. Hashtag analysis. Uh, yes. They return home and play Grace on Wednesday. So, big rivalry game there. And they have a home game Saturday, too, I believe. I forgot who they are playing. Also, welcome back Ocean College men's volleyball. They got a nice win over Hiram College. Division three. Division three team. And uh, Lauren Ford arrow begins with a bang. Sweep, sweep. Swept them. Sweep, sweep, sweep. 3-0. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add from the uh, wide world of sports before we head out here? National championship last night. Was it? Uh, no dogs? Georgia. Woof, woof. 1980. First national championship in 42 years. Woof, woof. Go dogs. So congrats to them, even though I'm not the biggest uh, Georgia yeah. Fan. I don't like Georgia that much either. So. But, you know. <laughs> hey, cool. I'd rather have them win than Alabama, I guess. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that was that was my thought process. It's like, wow, streak is over. You can't make fun of Georgia fans anymore. Yep. But now, now we can just make fun of Notre Dame fans. So yeah. that's great. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-eight. Yep, it's pretty much like the longest big streak of not a national title amongst programs. Playoffs next year. NFL. Oh, they're about the college football playoffs. Matt Nagy. Uh, he got fired. Can we do it. Hold on. Quick quick moment of silence for the Matt Nagy career. Uh, no, psych. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. So, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. You pretty much said it. I, almost, I caught myself. I caught myself. I mean, it was pretty much. I'm not doing that. Pretty I'm not much, doing uh, no, no moment of silence for Anyway, for but Matt it's going to be uh, wide open. Ted, Ted Phillips should have been fired. George McCaskey sounded like an idiot yesterday. What about the GM? The, G, the GM was fired. Ryan Pace was fired. No. They just sent, George McCassey goes up there and bumbles around like an idiot for an hour. Anyway, the NFL playoffs should be fun this year. Uh, and to quote Urban Johnson, Urban and Magic Johnson on Twitter, anyone can win it. Um, so you know, <laughs> is that what he said? <laughs> That's pretty it's much. Like, yeah, Thanks. can't can't wait Thanks, for the Magic. NFC and AFC playoffs to start next week. Anyone could win it. It's like yeah, that technically anyone can. Magic, thank you, <laughs> thank you for the analysis. I have to go look at the replies. Yeah, look now. at look at their tweet. Go look. Thanks, Magic. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I think the best first-round game will be Cowboys 49ers. That'll be a fun game. Uh, Buccaneers should probably take care of the Eagles. Uh, Rams-Cardinals, the Monday night game, will be probably fun. Um, On the other side. Raiders-Bengals will be fun. Pats-Bills. Pats-Bills will be that's a good. It's a good slate. It's a good slate. There's not really like a... A dip, other than Chief Steelers on Sunday night. Like, it's yeah. going to be nice to know I can go to bed like at 10 o'clock if I want to on Sunday night. So, no, yeah. not a big fan of that. Not like the past Sunday night game, which was Raiders, Chargers, and all the top, all the tie madness. That was fun. That was a great game. That was an amazing game, and it had the drama that everyone wanted. It was awesome. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. By the way, in the uh, latest AP Boys basketball poll, uh, Northwood is up to number three. So there you go. He shut the replies off. Just came up. What, what was his tweet? What was the exact tweet again? You can't even reply. <laughs> it says the NFC and AFC playoffs are going to be so exciting because anybody can win. <laughs> I can't wait until next weekend. <laughs> Thank you, Magic. And they Thank you, shut Magic. off Thank you, Magic. the replies. Yeah. Well, Magic Johnson summed it up best. Still the quote tweets, though. So have some good quote tweets on yeah, here. Yeah, it's great stuff. Uh, yeah, so busy NFL, obviously playoffs getting ready to go. 
And, uh, yeah, should be a very fun weekend of uh, sports in general. High school area and uh, what conference champions crowned in the NECC basketball and the MLC swimming and girls swimming and NLC wrestling. How about that? Conference championship season is upon us. How about it? Get hype. Um, so, yeah, I think that'll it. Is that it? Anything else, Evan, before uh, Sheila gets angry at us again? No. Before you make me curse again on this podcast? Um, <laughs> I don't think I made you do that. You brought up Matt Nagy. That's your fault. That's your fault. You got, it. You got really angry. Hey, there. we're going to interview Byron Leftwich for the job, apparently. The Bears are going to interview Byron Leftwich for the job. So, there's no we in this. George McCaskey doesn't care about me, my input. So, he's a fan, though. I'm just glad he's a fan. <sighs> anyway... That'll wrap up this edition of the Go Shoot Sports Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you uh, listening every week, your loyalty to us, and that's very fun. We'll be back next Tuesday, loaded episode again next week. This is the fun part of the winter sports season where we get conference championships being decided and things like that. So be on the lookout for uh, next week's episode.